1: Hello one and all, this is Baka Bites, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today is my co-host, the Mappa Manhole, Magically Average. How are you, good sir, and are you ready to talk blasphemy?
0: <laughs> Can we review my name real quick? The
1: Mappa the Mo- Manhole?
0: Well, that's two M's. Normally you go for the alliteration of M-A.
1: Well, I used to do like alliteration of just like all M's or all A's or something like that. And then I did like M-A. And I was just like, you know what? Mop a manhole sounds good this week.
0: Okay. I mean, it's better than what was last week? Uh
1: miss miss something anglerfish. The shape an anglerfish. The <laughs> anglerfish, yeah. So bad. That's what it was.
0: Um That's fair. I'll take mappa manhole over that
1: it's, I it, I drew the inspiration from uh Dorohidoro, where just the manhole cover oh, the manhole on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, you ready Only to speak some some fucking blasphemy this week? Oh yeah. Because Tons of it. Holy shit. This week was uh packed and not packed, kinda. I don't know. Yeah. It was a roller coaster.
0: Like it had a lot of ups. A lot had of a really lot big downs. downs. Yeah <laughs> yeah, those downs were really
1: really, really big. Mm, we'll get yeah. there. But uh yeah, you wanted to talk about ranking of kings, so I put it on the list and Yes. I wanna catch up, but I just I just I don't have the time. I don't. I don't realistically.
0: It's maybe one it day. It was a show that yeah, I mean I watched it. Intermittently, the previous season because it's it's still going on. It's a twenty four episode season, and I don't think they technically split it up into parts. It's just it's straight through. Yeah. Um. But, oh my gosh, is this this season like the episodes that are coming out right now? If if you thought the first part of the show was like emotional in terms of just like the character backstories and the lore of just you know this the kingdom and everything like go grab a truckload of tissues cuz you're not going to be able to handle the the second part like basically it sums up to boji gets insanely powerful like Ooh. so much so so much so that the king of the underworld goes up against him and the king's brother is like he he was the one that trained Boji. Yeah, the king's like, hey brother, can I beat him? And granted, like for any of you who haven't seen Ranking of Kings, Boji's like two inches tall compared to everyone else. He's a small kid. He's also he's, he's a good boy. deaf and mute.
1: He's a good boy.
0: He's the most adorable of boys. He won Best Boy in twenty twenty one. Yep. according to the crunchy roll anime anime awards and that's about the he only is... award
1: they got right but you can listen to our episode <laughs> about that
0: yeah he is the bestest of boys but the king's like hey brother can i defeat him and his brother's like no no he would he would absolutely slaughter you and he even boji at one point goes up against this giant demon thing i can't remember what his name was like terrifying monster huge like bigger than anyone else we've seen i mean next to king bose which was he was an actual giant like massive creature boji steps in front of him to fight him and the creature cowers and is like nope i'm done um i i serve you now master and boji's like "Uh, confusion but this season is so there's so many layers to what they're building on into the story. Like, uh, what's a good example? Like in terms of just like the reverse Uno cards we were talking about before with AOT. Yeah. Like how everyone had an agenda and it's like, I see your agenda and I flip you. And it's like, no, I knew that was happening all along. I flip you. And it's like back and forth chaos. Ranking of Kings surpasses that to infinity. There are so many <laughs> there are so many times this season where you're like, oh, I know what's happening. And then two scenes later, you're like, nope, don't know what's happening. Who's siding with who now? Like, which who are, who's aligned with who? Like, what's going on? And then, you know, the episode ends. You're like, okay, I get it. Second episode, no, next episode comes. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I see where it's going. Another loophole. You're like, fuck, back to square one. It is constant. Episode to episode. You're like, you don't know who's doing what, who's aligned with whom it is utter chaos, but my God, is it beautiful? I, um, there are very few anime that can make me emotional just based on like the story and like how they portray it and just scenes in particular. Philmont Alchemist Brotherhood is one. Um, there are a few scenes there that are, uh, um, touch and go. We'll say it's, it's, it's hard to get through. Um, Branky Kings has one. Caught me off guard. Was not ready for it. Uh, did not prepare. And holy shit, shit. It is one of the saddest... One of the saddest scenes I think I've ever seen. Just, just because of the dialogue. Um, like,
1: oh, I was going to say, like, as sad as, you know, Your Lie in April, or as sad as Anohana the flower we saw that day?
0: It's it's a different type, because to... to spoilers ahead um for ranking of kings kage who is the assassin uh, that is befriends boji um he's basically boji's number one fan mm-hmm. well they're they're fighting oken who is despa's brother Despa is the one who trained boji he's the brother to the king of the underworld okay um so and oken is their the third brother who is immortal so he's his like mind is tainted he just basically walks in a straight line and slaughters people and can't die. Yeah. So he is, and I won't, I won't spoil too many of other pieces of it because this is probably an episode seven of the season. So there's a lot that's built on in the previous episodes. Um, But basically Boji can't defeat him, even though Boji is extremely powerful. um, He is having to fight an immortal person is like his number one weakness essentially. So... Honestly,
1: anybody's weakness is that they cannot defeat ah, what they cannot kill.
0: Well, you say that. The the, the most recent episode is titled Immortal vs. Invincible. <laughs> ah. So, yeah. Uh, but, at one point, Okin obviously harms both Despa, Boji, and Kage, and actually um, kills Kage. Dang. Yeah, but... Um, I won't say what the care who which character this is, but basically, there's a healer nearby, nearby, and they go up to heal, um, Kage, because of their proximity and the fact that they were Despo was touch touching both Boji and Kage. They effectively get like transported into limbo, where like his soul is on the precipice of going over to basically death. Yeah, um, it's it's all visualized by like this river of black like muck and there's like one side where you know he's currently at and then if he goes the other side he's dead well there's a boat he gets in the boat starts paddling over because he sees his mom and his mom's like you know kage come over here like i miss you so much i miss you um in the first season we learned that kage's yeah. terrible backstory and his mom
1: episode two was, we learn.
0: Yeah, yeah his mom was killed in a horrific manner um but he's, so he's like super happy going over, you know, this to him is basically a dream. Meanwhile, like Boji and Desper are like on top of this giant rock in effectively like a cube, like a, a see-through cube. So they can only see and hear everything. No one can see or hear them. So right. They just view everything. Well, as is going across, he's like, man, something feels wrong. Like, it's like, I shouldn't be seeing my mom. Right. And then he's like, Boji. It's like, Wait. Boji. And he just keeps repeating Boji and he gets all these flashbacks of Boji. And then this is where like it just hit me. He he's like I have to save Boji. So he turns back to his mom and goes, "Hey mom, how's everything over there? Are you doing well? Like are you doing okay?" And yeah. his mom's like holding back tears like, "Yep, doing fine. Things are great." And he's like, "You know, I got to do some things still before I come and see you again." But, you know, I'll be there soon. And she's like, I can't wait. And he's like, I'll be an old man by then. So, like, he's joking. His mom's, like, <laughs> trying to hold back tears. And I'm just sobbing. Like, fucking <laughs> God damn it!" So, like, because it, it, it's such, like, a a drastic transition from, like, you know, this huge battle scene to they're in purgatory, effectively. And he's on the precipice of death communicating with his mom like you know basically oblivious to what's occurring and then like snaps back and and comes to this realization of like oh crap like i'm my mom's dead i am going to die like i can't do this and basically turns around and says like i have unfinished business i'll see you later and i was like <laughs>
1: everything's okay everything's okay i promise
0: yeah. but man like you made a comment i, I when we were when we were talking about the show originally, when, when it was first airing in um, fall of 2021, that, you know, the story is really deep and it, and it is really emotional just because of the fact that the main character is deaf and mute. I mean, that that yeah. alone adds just additional level to the like emotions and, and, and basically like the entirety of the show and its characteristics. But man, oh, man, does this the second part of the season just ramped that up to a whole new level. God like, oh my gosh, but hi, it, it, it is a very underrated anime. Um, I, I think people threw it off, and I'll say like myself when they saw the trailers, because the animation style is really unique. It is Wit Studio, so again, they don't another miss. one knocked out of the park, yep. Another one, just Grand Slam, it's superb, but I, I think a lot of people were thrown off by the animation style, but if you haven't already watched it, it's, it's a top top tier show like honestly i think it's it's probably going to be it's an shows right
1: now and it is under a hundred thousand people voting on like you know ranking it pun intended um (laughs) yeah no, no like for anything to get above an eight in anime is like a relatively big deal but yeah this this show still I see whispers here and there about it like every once in a while somebody will bring it up like oh man that last episode and you're just like really wish I had kept up with it but I didn't so what do I do now it's like god damn it I really do want to watch it I just I just don't have the time but I mean if I if I ever find the time if I ever have the time it's it's high up there on the list as to what I will be watching because I do I did enjoy what I did watch which I think was like the first four or five episodes so I just need to stick with it, but um,
0: yeah, yeah. I enough. will say it's it, it's it's a deep story, so it's it's one of those animes anime that I don't think you can really like sit down and grind out. You have to definitely digest it over a period of time.
1: Well, you're off watching Ranking of Kings. I'm catching up again with Salaryman's Club. Uh, I'll keep it brief because like the story isn't super in depth. It's it's a sports anime, but also like. like a business anime like the main character has to work in order to play on the company team and he works in sales and they create a new product which is like green onion tea i think is what it was like it was a specialty of some sort special tea not special tea uh pun definitely not made intended there um but basically this whole latest episode had nothing to do with badminton it was all about like What goes into a sales proposal of a new product in the food industry, getting that product ready, getting people together to try the product out, get feedback, bring it to the internal and be like, do we want to green light this or not? And just go from there. So like it was a weirdly like educational episode on business. Uh, it's not necessarily like the most accurate thing, but like it to a degree it is like it showed some warehousing piece. It showed R and D it showed different things. Like it was kind of weirdly, strangely like accurate, but like not in depth to the point where you're like, I know business now. I am a well-educated businessman. Business, but, um, business, business, yes. business, 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 okay, is this Mar- working? Is it, is that Mabel? Yeah. Okay. Mabel.
0: No, no, it's the, Raina unicorn, rain a cat, rain a oh, cat. Oh, I don't know. I thought that from, from Lego Movie.
1: Oh, yeah. I haven't watched Lego Movie <laughs> in a while. I, this just sounded like something it's Mabel I'm five. from. Yeah, it sounded like something Mabel from Gravity Falls would have said. But uh, Mabel's neither here nor there. Um, Salaryman Club again. It's a very like, it's a good anime. It's not great. It's like it's it's good. If you want like an extra show to watch on your Saturday or Sunday. In between, you know, when AOT comes out to when everything came out in the morning, throw it on your list. It's only six episodes in, so like it's a few weeks behind everything else. So it's not like super far into. I think we're about halfway done with it. And also, it's an original show. Weirdly enough, there's no source material for this. This is just an original show. Hmm. So, um but yeah, like if you like sports anime, you'll like the sports parts. Otherwise, uh, there is some businessy parts to it, which is fine, but like it's it's a good show. I enjoy it it's a lesser high q is what I would say like it's got the hype moments of a high q, but not it it's not fully focused on one thing it's focused on a few things because of i guess the position that they're in, so yeah. Yeah, but it's marrying
0: good. the the business lifestyle with the after work sports lifestyle.
1: Yeah, something like that. But yeah,
0: um,
1: yeah. speaking of after work, are we gonna like when when is this? Are show... they gonna get to
0: work on this? Uh, are they gonna do anything with this?
1: They're just oh gonna draw more black lines.
0: That's all. I, <laughs> I am. I, I watched this episode too, and in the entire time I was watching it, I was thinking. There's no there's no way people can sit down and go man I can't wait for the next episode.
1: Oh, they are though. There are people out there. Here's, it just, here's it baffles me. Here's our here's our blasphemous talk of the week. What the fuck are you doing Attack on Titan? Like it's all but confirmed at this point that we are getting a movie to end this fucking show. Like hey, there's we're going to title no this a year ago. We're going to title this Attack on Titan the final season but there's going to be a movie like w- fuck what? Cause there's no fucking physical way they can r- like wrap this up in three episodes. There's not. There no, really I mean, unless, isn't.
0: unless they put it at two times speed, and... which
1: would be another fucking like promise Neverland bullshit ending, <laughs> which God, it Ma- Mapa. If they did that, they, they would be lambasted by fucking so oh, many yeah. different people. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, at this point, it's all but confirmed that they're going to have a movie to end it. If not, it's going to be a hell of fucking three weeks. And from the preview of next week's episode, it's not going to progress very far from what it looks like. But nope. um this week's episode was more dominoes. A lot more dominoes. It's just, hey, here's our two crews, the the people who lived on parody and the... Uh, Marlians and the you know slaves of Marley who are just like I just want to go home and save my home oh you guys should die you should die you should die and then they kind of realize near the end oh hey this is just mindless violence we're people maybe we should just stop this and put aside our differences and just fuck not not fuck with each other anymore Let's let's just not and it's like cool yeah I guess I could do that that'd be fine like, it's taken you three ish, ep- two to three episodes from the rumbling to get to this point. You could have done so much more with those two to three episodes. Like, maybe there wouldn't have been an, like as many dominoes as you have up now. But like, there is. This show is just baffling to a degree like i I, okay i understand oh you're just frank you just want the action you just want to see people die sure that's part of it but at the same time we've had one maybe two episodes since part four season or part two of the final season started that were just completely action maybe two and when you ended part one It was probably five or six episodes of all domino building as well. This is literally—if you want to, like, again, this is just fuck you, reverse Uno card, fuck you, reverse Uno card. Okay, yeah, fucking stop reverse reverse Uno carding each other, and do something. Like, get on with a plot point. Like, close one plot point. Let alone four. You have so many things open that it's gonna i don't know if this is what the source material was like or not but it just feels so sloppy like there's no yeah. way there's no way you can do an ending in three episodes to tie not necessarily tie everything together but close a lot of the plot lines that you have together and if you do it's gonna be a fucking shit show like paris, paris, paris fucking promise neverland i still can't get over how shit that that was
0: yeah and i mean i'll I'll start by giving credit to those who are reading the manga and, and following the source material and say that myself and you included have not read any of the manga, or yeah. I, at least I haven't. Um, so I have, I have no idea in terms of just story progression if the events that have taken place over the last three episodes like land in unison with how everything else has been progressing in the show. You know what I mean? Like, if it's all actually like staying in sync with how it's being shown in the anime. Yeah. So I'll I'll give I'll give some sort of like just a little bit of levity there to you know, the, those who have read it and understand the lore and the story and everything. But my god, we've had two episodes in a row of them basically just eating food and having a like a fucking gathering. At first it was uh, and like, riding. It, and yeah, the, 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 previous episode, all I remember from it was they didn't feed Falco to Connie's mom and then they ate pie
1: and then they ran away on horses.
0: Yeah. And, and then they escaped on horses. That was, that was the previous episode. This episode was, we're now in the woods and we were, we're eating stew and we're going to yell at each other and John beats the living fuck out of Rhina. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, my biggest complaint that I've had for forever, I've been saying it for basically ever since I started watching Attack on Titan again, is there's all this useless fluff and backstory and exposition, and they keep neglecting to just focus on the main fucking story and just finish that shit up. Like just I don't care about Connie and his upside down mom i don't I don't care about Jean's inner demons coming out and and trying to like figure out if he's better suited to just betray his friends and live in the inner city in a peaceful, cushy lifestyle with his his future family and child and drink whiskey on a port or like a, de- a deck and you know just live the live the good life versus you know fighting against aaron and trying to save the world don't care i don't i honestly the only person i cared about was annie and her backstory was ass now i don't care about her either
1: it wasn't like, necessarily ass but it wasn't great it, it was fine i
0: no, i would argue that it is ass because now because it came out in this fucking episode she's she's all like i hated my father when i was growing up but now i love my father and i fight for my father i do everything for my father i want to go defeat aaron because i want to save my father it's like when did this happen when did this come out why when why is this now a thing yeah like i i just this show confuses me to no end with the direction it's going and i would also argue to say that this show didn't even build any dominoes they, like, went off and fucking built a sandcastle well, at, and stopped building the dominoes. Like, like, I,
1: I understand, like, looking back, like, all these, like, plot lines of what we're getting is why they're fighting against Eren. At the end of the day, that is why they're doing all yes. this. But, like, do we really need it all could, of it?
0: That's and, and it could have come out throughout these, the, the last portion of, of Season 4 Part 2, right? It could have come out just... Sort of sprinkled in the episodes i don't need two to three episodes of full ass here is my reasoning for why i want aaron to die and like every character gets to stand on their soapbox and go here's why i think aaron should die and everyone claps and goes great ted talk next up like i don't need that just get on with it seriously like it, it it makes no sense why we've spent the last three episodes, because we, cause we were talking about two before, that, you know, it took th- three episodes for the rumbling to, like, happen, happen. right? Yep. Yep. Then we had three episodes of the rumbling in progress.
1: Which one of them, like, had action in it, and that's fine, whatever. But that yeah. was just like, hey, we gotta defend the city against these other Titans now that have
0: appeared also. the Okay, yeah. continue. And, and now we've had three episodes of question mark, like post rumbling, figuring out what the game plan is, and then people getting emotional about their reasoning as to why they're fighting. I just it, like, why? <laughs> what is the point? I, like, I'm like i at a loss for words because I just I'm trying to reason as to what the purpose of these last few episodes are and, and the only conclusion I have is that there's no purpose like they served nothing they were really just sort of almost placeholders for whatever their agenda is in terms of like are they going to finish everything this season or are they going to make that movie like it really is starting to look more and more like there's going to be a movie oh, there's, because
1: if they have to at this point, they have to do a movie, or else you're gonna get so many angry people.
0: It just—it feels like, it feels like the wheels are still on this train, but they've come to a grinding halt and are just snail pace moving along. It—it it, it is so infuriating. And the other, I—I I, I can already imagine what people like. Oh, you're just like like you were saying. Like you just want action, or you just want fucking see people get slaughtered. Honestly, no. I I would much rather just see how things are going to take place with the the rumbling. Shit, I I'd rather see have a full episode of Marley like fuck some dude in a an eagle's nest like looking out in binoculars seeing like these stupid heads wading through the water and being like what the hell and then realizing oh titans and having a full episode just be marley freaking out figuring out what they're gonna do what the eldians who are you know basically in, uh, just captured there what they're gonna do like what their purpose is are they gonna start like an inner war with marley to like fight for themselves are they gonna side with marley to defeat the titans like that's more interesting because it has to do with the events that took place to start the rumbling and, and then aaron's involvement too and that that shows progression towards a conclusion fucking sitting around a campfire eating stew while People talk about their feelings to one another and why they're fighting the war, and like, what does that do? It it does nothing. It does, it does absolutely nothing.
1: It does one thing. It brings oh, back. God. It brings back the SpongeBob my C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. Oh, Anywho, um, yeah, like, it's all but confirmed we're gonna get a movie at this point because there's no way they can get through what they have left. The way they want to get through it. Um, they don't want to have another kind of just shit ending on their hands. Because at the end of the day, I feel like anime just keeps going on and on and on or gets canceled. We don't have a whole ton of anime that really do get a lot of endings. Like multi-season anime, they get a lot of endings. Yeah. and And I feel like with this being the ending, it's just like people are either very happy about it and, like, they've read the source material, like, this is perfect, this is how it's all going, this is what we read, this is whatever. That's great. There's just... There's a lot... There's a lot of different ways you can argue this. These are just the opinions of two idiots online who are just ready for this one to be over. Like, in all honesty, like, that's i just want but to it, see how it ends but they won't end it this is the and, one and, time you're supposed to end a show <laughs> and you're not ending it you're prolonging and, it
0: and i know i i'm labeled as like the a- attack on titan hater and and i rightly deserved i i understand i but, fucking
1: begged you to watch this show
0: <laughs> you did and again like i i don't come on the podcast or talk in discord chats or make tiktoks bashing attack on titan just because i think it's funny i mean it is funny but i Ah. I do it because i actually care about the show i and i will repeat this as many times as possible i loved the first season i fell off on the second season because it was too slow i got back in but i had still watching all the new episodes to me at least you know The rest of season two season three into season four and everything like i came into each episode wanting that same feeling i got in the first season which was like action mystery suspense thrills like i wanted that all but every season had like these weird pitfalls about them where like season two was just really slow and a lot of backstory season three had like it had like it's amazing moments but sometimes it felt like they were really trying to like fit some elements in of like you know trying to you know going into the backstory of like marley and stuff like it, it didn't seem like they were doing it strategically it was just kind of like forced and it didn't feel right when you were watching it like the beginning of heart <laughs> the first part of part one of season four was like uh, okay yeah, yeah yeah and then the second part was like uh, a lot of exposition again not really No matter what though, I went into every single episode going, please, 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 I want those same feelings. I want to get that same sensation from watching the first season. Just give me that Attack and Titan, because I know you can. It's such an amazing story. It's it's unique, it's incredible. There's so many different elements to it that you can look at in terms of like, you know, how the world's being built, how the characters develop, everything about it. You're like, yes, just give it to me. And ever since the point I got back there's never been an episode other than maybe like the one where Aaron gets his head blown off and they go to the pass and stuff. That was really intriguing. That was interesting. That piqued my interest to the fullest extent. But since that point, it's been let down after let down after let down. And I just, I want to see it finish on a high note, but it's so hard to keep positive when you get episodes of them eating fucking pie and talking about their goddamn feelings around a campfire.
1: I-C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G like
0: song. I just, and people will argue and people will, you know, tell me I'm wrong and how I'm stupid and the source material is great. And like, yes, again, I come from a perspective of someone who hasn't read the manga and is only watching the anime. But be real, people. Can you really sit down and watch a show week in and week out and keep your interest when all they've done is fucking eat and whine? for the last 3 episodes. And
1: just let us forget that they killed off the one character who ate and whined all the damn time. <laughs> yeah. She which, didn't really she didn't I mean, really whine, but she I, ate I, all the damn time. <laughs> and I yeah. that was the best the better for her she's great. But yeah. um speaking of great girls, Mud Dud, my, dud, oh, my, my dude. Dud. That was a good. That was I, smooth. I, I, that you got to let me smooth. you
0: got to let me collect my my emotions and thoughts cuz I'm I'm still transition boyo. <laughs>
1: you're
0: gonna have to take the lead for a little bit because i'm um, still on like the attack yeah, on titan yeah. so i think hi so
1: we're we're nearly done with Mud Dead as well i think we got three episodes left you and i offline had a discussion like oh like volume four which is what all that's out physically for the manga in the u.s right now i know that you know you can find scans of later stuff online but volume four we're like oh like it's gonna tie up then like, at the end of Volume 4, probably. I thought you said that. You
0: told me that, I'm pretty sure. I, I predicted that early on. I said, with the pace of how everything was going. Because the first three episodes of My Joseph Darling, Mud Dud, um, the first three episodes encompassed the first volume. So I was like, okay, math. Three, three there's per four. volume, vo- yeah. There's, yeah, there's four volumes out. It's 12 episodes. 12 divided by 4 is 3. Sweet. Math works out. Perfect. Then episode 4 came out, and I was like... Because I was reading it, I had read up through 3 at that time. And I was like, shit. Episode 4 is like half of volume 2. It's like, wait a minute, This, this fucks up my equation. And then we hit like episode six, and I was like, "Oh no, this this is gonna go well beyond the volumes that are currently out."
1: Yeah, the fucking last episode railroaded
0: through fucking volume four. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> it basically it, <laughs> volume four over, and was like, "Get ready, because this is gonna go fast." And volume but, uh, four is like, "Wait, what?" <laughs>
1: I knew that that was going to happen just from the intro and seeing what costumes appear, etc. But, like, to yeah. go, this week's, it was more of the same. It was more of just, or not, not more of the same. Sorry. This was the week that was like, I was actually, after reading volume four, I was like, cool. I'm looking forward to this episode. I want to yes. see this episode. And this episode, like, you get everybody in their cosplays for the, um, the, Magic girl show that I can't remember off the top of my head. Something something yeah, blaze. Like
0: magical girl blaze of something. Fury. Blaze, yeah. Regardless, Fisticuffs, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, the two girls are Juju and Marin, Marin, Marine, 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 Marine. Anywho, yeah, they're cosplaying. They're like, wow. It's taking the two of them a while where the hell are they and then they enter the room and the little sister's cosplayed as another one of the characters from the same show but the a dude character. Well, and, so well you don't see set, that you get up, the backstory of yes. how it all happened and like yeah. You so cuz Gojo approaching her saying did you want to try and she's like I did but I don't want my sister to be mad at me for not looking accurate to the character etc cetera, etc. Cetera and just him helping her out to the best of his abilities and yeah and learning more al- about cosplay along the way and i think this was the point where i was just like please don't don't oversexualize this girl and there the i feel like the manga does a little bit more than the tv show did yeah but like for the most part, it was kind of tame as a little more of the same. I will say the fucking, it, it made me laugh out loud. The fucking button scene. She puts on the yeah. fucking like his school uniform and just because of how top heavy this person, this character is, <laughs> they just burst a button off the fricking shirt and it just flies past Gojo's head and just embeds itself into the wall. Like, yeah gojo's well, just like i was a, i just about died there
0: <laughs> yeah to, to set the scene too for for anyone who hasn't been listening because she was introduced in the last episode i believe or it yeah. might have been she might have been the last two now that i think about it because we got her introduced i think at the it end was at of the very episode end. seven
1: yeah it was at the very end of episode seven we get the, the like the introduction and the oh my god you're so you're how tall just, yeah because yeah. juju's
0: so juju's a second year in high school her nope, younger sister. school no, no, oh, Juju. Juju, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. She's second year in high school. Her younger sister, who is infinitely taller and bustier than her, is in middle school. Um, so already kind of strange, but yeah, yes. But her, the younger sister, is the photographer for Juju, and yeah, this episode we learned like when
1: she they were talking.
0: Yeah, they were talking at the restaurant about, you know, camera and like, you know, how she photographs Juju and how Juju actually, as a cosplayer, became a thing because her sister was like, I would always take pictures of her, but she'd never post them. So I created the account and did everything. Um, when she was asked, like, oh, do you cosplay? She's like, she was kind of shy and bashful about it. And Goji realized, like, (laughs) with whatever senses he has, because God knows he doesn't have those interpersonal skills, (laughs) but somehow caught on to this. Um, he asked her basically at the at the end of their their tour of the studio, like, "Hey, do you actually like want to cosplay? Is that something that you're interested in?" He's like, "I might be wrong, but it just kind of seemed like it, like like that you wanted to do this with like your sister," and she was like, "Yeah, you know, I I am interested in it, but I just I don't want to upset my sister by inaccurately portraying a character or doing it wrong." She's like, also, I'm fat, and go just like, you're not, that's not the word I would use to describe you. But he's like, he's like, no, he's like, I went, and he, he talks about when they went to the cosplay event. He's like, I saw characters, you know, people becoming characters that they loved, no matter the gender, the size, whatever. Like, they just... They wanted to be that character because they loved him. And and that's, it's, that's sort of the beauty of cosplaying, is that you can become whoever you want so long as you just have the passion for that and have the vision for it, really. Like, it doesn't matter your age or height, gender, ethnicity, whatever. Like, you can be who you want to be. And that was when she was like, you know what? There is a character. Um, and that's actually from the same show. But it's a dude. And he's like, huh, excuse me.
1: Okay, how are we going to pull <laughs> this one off?
0: Yeah. So it, th- this episode was great, too. I actually saw an article. I, I meant to read it, too. But they-, they did go into the fact that Mud, Mud Dud is an incredible show for the, fact, the simple fact that it does accurately portray how... You go about cosplaying, like from start to finish. Like Well,
1: that's that at the very end of each volume. Like the author of the series is, it, they do a lot of research for it, and that's yeah. That's I was going to mention how, that too. Oh, well, I probably yeah, yeah, got yeah. ahead of you. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're
0: yeah. good. Well, yeah, and it, and it's like to to that point too. It, it was really cool to learn that the wig shop, Swallowtail, I think it's called, is real. Um, is yeah, it's real. It, like the the They're, author they actually, can,
1: they can use the name.
0: Yeah, it's like super cool, and, and and you know that's that's uh, absolutely full credits to the author for for the amount of research that went into this. I mean, they interviewed cosplayers, they went to events, they cosplayed themselves. Which, um they
1: if asked. you haven't read
0: the manga uh it, it's it's fantastic too but the the ending of the little cr- the author credits basically um hilarious it's, it's so funny
1: every single one of them is funny i always look forward to those those ones are yeah uh, those in call of the nights ending uh from notes from the authors are probably my favorite <laughs> uh endings to, to mangas but um yeah no like she does the the author of the the manga is a, a woman she does an incredible job at everything mm-hmm. in this past um like she does like she goes over how she does research she's like oh i interviewed i went to events but like i love with the whole scene where gojo and marine were uh at the cosplay event and he's helping her with the makeup and everything the author went to a cosplay event and asked security or like you know the people who you check in with like hey if a guy was helping a girl get ready for her cosplay and do her makeup etc where would one go for that and they're like that's they know that doesn't, doesn't that happen. doesn't happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and to kind of get ahead of like the end of volume four the author is like oh I want to try cosplaying too after like doing all this research and everything and it's just like, not the greatest cosplay and then they try to put fake eyelashes on and they can't do it and they're like so there is a girl that would need help from a person <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i think they forgot to take off the makeup too so they woke up and they're like eyes were puffy and yep. <laughs> they're like "And yep. like my face hurt
1: they're yep, like yep. the
0: pains of a cosplaying <laughs>
1: yeah like it's but, it's a good source material and the show overall is is phenomenal like it's a, yeah as etchy as some of the scenes are it is a very wholesome show and i i really am looking forward to seeing i really don't want this to be a competition show over gojo's heart because at this point in the sh- series both marine and juju really like gojo and i really don't well, want them to fight over him and i don't want yeah. this to be like uh what's the fucking stupid ass show that came out like two seasons ago where he had two girl, girlfriend girlfriend Oh, fuck I don't want did. I don't want this to be a girlfriend Please, girlfriend no. situation. But um yeah, the show it's so fucking good. It really yeah. is. But um well, I don't and, and
0: yeah. I guess to just to finish up too, the the episode so I and I, I feel bad I forget the younger sister's name but um she shows up as the the male character and the reactions of Marin and Juju are so adorable because she so like good like she she looks you know they they put padding in the shirt to make her shoulders a bit more broad like a male um they find this i think it's called a bee holder, which effectively like wraps around the chest so that it really like kind of pushes everything in and sucks everything down it and makes your chest looks boxier too so one it didn't make her you know her look like she had uh you know any sort of bust and then it also made her look a little bit more you know, like a dude, you know, broader shoulders, broader upper body, like absolutely incredible. And they did this all on a budget of, um, 10,000 yen, which is a hundred dollars. Yep. Cause that was her, allow- that's her allowance. She's,
1: she's in middle school. She has an allowance. Yeah. Um, so that, the, you know, that,
0: that, that part was cool
1: too. By the way, Juju's name is Sanjuna and, uh, the sister's name is
0: Shinju. Shinju? Okay. Shinju. Uh, uh
1: yeah, like uh, there's really there's only so much you can talk about with a slice of life. Like this show is just—it's a very good show, and yeah. I, I well, definitely suggest it despite some of the etchy elements to it because, like, it is. Yeah, at the end of the day, a very good wholesome show, and I do look forward to the romance part of it. Of whenever that happens, like it's, it's gonna and, be and, funny. It's gonna and be to funny the romance
0: part, is. the romance part too. I I think the battle for gojo is is going to be interesting of you because you know marin likes him because he's just a cute dude that loves hina dolls and loves is passionate about what he does and she just loves him but i think juju it came out in the in the last scene where he's like talking with uh, shinju about her cosplay and everything and how they had to work on it and keep it secret. Like, I think there's a scene where she looks at him and sort of like blushes and realizes like, shit, this guy is just good at fucking cosplay making. Like he's just, well, he's so goddamn to, good. To go and he touched deep. my hand. Cause she looks at his hand and well, then blushes again too.
1: <laughs> to go even deeper than that. I mean, uh, Marine likes him because, or Kitagawa, uh, likes him because, you know, yeah, he does whatever he does, he takes an interest to, but like he's unabashedly him, just like she's mm-hmm. unabashedly her. And he doesn't judge others for what they like, just like she doesn't judge others for what they like. And I think with the more so with uh, Juju, why she likes him more than you know, you're good at cosplay is you handled a delicate situation. You handled somebody I love and cared about with the utmost like care in mind. Like, you are just a caring person. You are somebody who is going to be thoughtful. You are somebody who's going to, you know, handle these situations with the utmost grace as you can. And I think well, that that's what put her over the edge.
0: And he's the only boy that's touched her hand and saw her hoo-ha. So there's that, too. That, too. Yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those to keep in mind.
1: That that Not a bad point to keep in mind, but looking forward to seeing what happens more with that can't wait for volume five to come out later this year i think that's what may is the next yeah may god it's so long away but not so long away is fucking bisco my boy yeah we want sabakui bisco
0: and major Mm. spoilers ahead please. major
1: spoilers ahead for sabakui bisco and here's stop now
0: turn back here's my take forward unless you've seen it
1: here we go here's my take this show is better than attack on titan this season so much better than attack on titan it's not like it's not flashier it's not got the anime quality of attack on titan like it doesn't have the animation quality as you know other shows what it it has less black lines oh yeah that's true But what it does make up for that lack of quality, I feel like, is the characters, their relationships, their progression, a world that is fucking phenomenal and is ever growing. And you're getting plot points at a rapid pace and uh, in just everything is so interesting about the show, despite how batshit crazy it is like as batshit crazy as it is, it's actually really easy to follow. It's not super yeah. confusing. And to do that with something that's kind of just like r- just all over the goddamn place is amazing. Is nothing short of amazing that you can keep all like you can keep weird out there in the prevalent and then make it coherent. To me yeah. is bar none better than just like pretty animation. I would take this show over season 1 of Demon Slayer any fucking day. Oh yeah. Any fucking and, day. I,
0: and I think it speaks about, like to your point that it's it's it takes a, a very chaotic like over the top concept and and makes the story somewhat simple and straightforward to follow. Yeah. Like that's that's a very challenging formula to implement. Cuz you you got to think too like, a lot of a, a lot of the approach of anime at least the very popular ones, the the mainstream ones, are put forward a very simple concept: giant titans, demons, um, pirates. <laughs> Looking at you, One Piece. Oh, but boy. make the story so convoluted that it requires, you know, an an immense amount of you know episodes to really encapsulate it all. Now, I'll, I'll give credit to Demon Slayer; it's not insanely challenging to follow and it's not really no, not sort, even a know, little it, it's not yeah it doesn't have sort of a, any sort of crazy storyline um but like for attack on titan it, you know it there's there's a lot of fucking loops and and a lot of reverse uno cards and a lot of pathways As... that they lead you down and it's dead ends and they just kind of shoot you back to the main one like it's kind of all over the place yeah and i feel like that takes away from the show in a whole Visco, on the other hand, is like the inverse. It is a world that is utter chaos, (laughs) completely, completely insane. Like, Mm -hmm. the, the, the characters, the world building, like, just finding out about all of the different pieces of what happened prior to, you know, the rusting occurring and, like, what's taken place since then. It is batshit insane. And yet the story is so easy to follow because it is it's simplistic and I think that I think that's great I, I think that's that makes for a really amazing anime because you don't you don't have to try to focus on like how are we gonna throw the viewers for a loop this episode or, or what weird twist are we gonna stick in here you can just go what 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 crazy outer outer space Kind of themed land are we gonna show in the next episode? Like, what? Someone do drugs. Write down what you're thinking, or draw it. Better yet, and we're just gonna put that in this next episode, and have them continue on their journey. Yep. Like that that's that is so. As a viewer, you are so more, you're much more immersed in a world like that, where you can just follow along, simp- like it, it, just very easy. While also having all of these other like insane, crazy elements around you, like with, you know, the characters, the creatures versus a story where it's like, yeah, the concept's super simple, but I I am having a hard time figuring out what in the absolute hell is going on. Like, give me Bisco any day of the week over any of those other shows. Yeah,
1: no, I I agree, and we've kind of we're two weeks behind on actually recapping what the plot of this was. So just yes, kind of give you our just apologies. A, no, it's fine. We we actually I really liked our discussion last week. That I'm not even going to apologize for it, but um. Ooh, unapologetic thing, I like unapologetic. it unapologetic we're already talking blasphemy here this week so <laughs> Dude, honey, I talk blasphemous
0: all the time about attack on type. what do you I mean? Understand. you're just well, joining the bandwagon now
1: i don't know there's still a lot of people on that bandwagon of just like no this show is amazing um, Anywho, we're no, not talking about no that's that's a we're that's a train going it. off a cliff those people uh, are
0: fucking what are those what are those little animals called uh uh the animals Uh, that would just follow lemmings Lemmings. yeah they're just a bunch of little lemmings jumping off that cliff
1: so (laughs) to kind of like put into perspective early in the season i was like you know what the source material it's it this is they're probably season one's going to cover part one because when if you look on wikipedia it's like hey this is part one like there's four volumes and that's part one part two will start coming out soon which actually part two did just start So Volume 1 of Part 2 is actually out in Japan now. And I predicted, okay, there are going to be some deaths. They're going to progress this along that there's going to be some deaths, or deaths, but who's it going to be? And I believe I uh, predicted that Milo, the healer, was going to die and that this show was just going to revolve around Bisco going from place to place, finding people to join his party, but somehow meet a tragic end of some sort. Um, major spoilers ahead. I was right and wrong. I was right in which people are gonna die. We had our first two deaths. Our main villain, the governor guy, who's just a piece of absolute fucking ass that we learned, and he's actually creating the rust storms? And? the, The actual rust storms, like the natural ones, are so light that they don't do anything to people. So, like, what does he do? He creates rust storms so he can create medicine so that he could create a profit off these people. He dies. But also, fucking, Bisco dies. Our titular hero, Bisco, my boy, my crazy, crazy lad, dies this episode. Fucking just fighting this crazy, mad lad of a governor, who... Who also used to be... Oh, yeah. Not used to be, who is the son of the old man who was uh, Bisco's uh, mentor. So... Not only did you get, like, the drop of a bomb that he is the son of the man who raised Bisco, but also Bisco and him perish by throwing themselves into the vat of lava that was melted rust. And Bisco basically talks to Milo while he's sinking in and he's just like, don't let the rust kill me, put an arrow in me, kill me, let me go not the don't let the rust do it so milo is yeah.
0: basically saying like let me die by your hand at least don't yeah don't let the rust take my life
1: yeah and milo pretty you know a puts an arrow into his goddamn heart Ugh. and fucking he sinks in like bisco sinks all the way in and that's when milo's like i love you and it's just like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so- so much pain so many emotions like you just spent the first part of this episode blind in a cave talking to him like don't leave me don't leave me by the way you could fall in love with my sister just don't leave me and then you get the fucking bomb at the end of like i love you and it's just like is it is it a love you like sexual way is it a love you like you were my friend is it like you're my brother i don't know but just like <laughs> well and
0: the the title of the episode too is i love you
1: yeah i know and which it's... is like when i saw that i was like no nothing good can come from this nothing good at all and i uh, it was so good and I, so sad
0: i should have seen the signs too because so like we said we we are cap- capturing the last two weeks so what we were just talking about happened in the most recent episode the episode prior basically what happens is milo you know after sedating <laughs> bisco runs off to the facility where pau is being held captive by the governor and like has I need to like to figure a, out
1: what his actual name is
0: kurokawa kurokawa okay. i believe um who i i know you mentioned that he was jobby's son but yeah. you know to to make sure people also know he used to be a mushroom keeper which is why he like sort of betrayed them because he knew like how best to go about like blaming them for the what was taking place with the rust and being like, you know, he, he basically knew like was best situated to blackmail them and then profit off of everyone hating them and, and hunting them down. Um, So Milo goes there, confronts Kodokawa. You're like, hell yeah, he's going to use his awesome doctor slash somewhat archer skills to defeat him. And like starts off good, he's winning the battle, and then the Kodokawa is like, FYI, I'm a mushroom keeper, and now you're under my control because I have this puppet, pup mushroom that allows yeah. me to take control of your body. And then you're like, oh shit. Yep. And but then Bisco shows up. You're like, yay, Bisco! And Milo just immediately puts two arrows into his fucking legs. As he's screaming, saying, like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. It's not my control. And you're like, oh, shit. Well, now both of them are going to die. And then you're like, wait, hang on. Jobby! And then <laughs> the old man shows up bouncing around. He's like, you missed me, fuckers? <laughs> and, yep. and, you, and then you think Kurokawa dies because Jobby basically shoots a giant mushroom below his feet and it ping pongs him up into the ceiling and just a giant indent. Into the Listen. ceiling, and she he just sort of like stays there for a couple seconds and falls. You're Bisco, like, Oh my god,
1: Bisco got hit into a giant fucking bowling pin and did about the bigger, like two times the dent. Eh. And the man was like on death's door to begin with, <laughs> but
0: but they did have they they had conversations between there was conversations with Bisco and Kuroka where Bisco's basically like, You know, I'm stronger and better at everything than you right and i will beat the ever-loving fuck out of you and kuroka was like yeah i'm kind of scared about that so i'm just gonna run so gave the impression that he's pretty weak but regardless they they escape and that is when it they job basically like hey milo you gotta get bisco out of here because he got shot in the leg with two rust arrows and his knees are you know vital to a mushroom keeper because we run and jump around and stuff and he's gonna die so you gotta run get him an antidote do something but get him out of here
1: (laughs) and that's where Milo takes him and just fucking starts running for the hills with bisco and just gets yeeted in the back like six times by rust arrows
0: yeah he <laughs> yeah this this doctor who in the first episode you think you know oh he's just super docile and sweet and you know wouldn't harm a fly and he's he's very much against like any sort of fighting and stuff now flash forward to this most re- re- <laughs> the most recent episodes where he's carrying a, a full-grown man takes seven arrows to the back <laughs> is sprinting through the snow <laughs> just huffing along of like Jesus.
1: He is that the one is, horse open. Hello.
0: Slater. Yeah. <laughs> he he is the Rudolph indeed. But, but he wasn't but yeah, saving then...
1: Christmas, he was saving the world. Ooh.
0: Oh, good one. That oh, so um, snazzy.
1: Snazzy indeed. But no, like to just kind of and then we talked about the main this past episode where basically Bisco, you know, talking to him in the cave and milo's like i love you or not i love you like you can you can have my sister like she'll she'll fall for you
0: well and that was i was gonna get to that too because like i noticed the episode was called i love you and the episode starts with them in the cave after you know bisco milo heals well really bisco saves milo because milo's like i've got six arrows in the back (laughs) and Bisco's like oh fuck so yeah so they kind of help each other but yeah he milo wakes up and he's can't he doesn't have his eyesight um and it's a really sad scene too because milo's basically like are you nearby and he's like can you just hold my hand bisco and he's like yeah, yeah yeah and he's like are you still there he's bisco's like yes i'm holding your hand and he's like please when i get up after i'm healed please be next to me like don't leave me don't leave my side he's like yeah no of course not and then bisco's like all right i'm out of here is- and he it's a really touching scene because Bisco's like I finally made a friend. Like I, I have I know what a friendship is and I have it. And he's like he's super ecstatic, but he's leaving, and you're like, Huh, this is weird. I wonder what's gonna happen. And then yeah, flash forward to the, the epic battle with Bisco and Kurokawa, the basically the Terminator ending with them yeah. both sort of melting into the lava the rust lava and yeah milo throwing shooting an arrow right into his heart and saying i love you like god it
1: it was it's yeah, too it many was emotions sad. it was it was a good fucking episode the show is fucking great i yeah i want i'm so curious as to how this ends and what like because so i guess it probably like I just want to know why Sabikui Bisco, um, like I wonder if Milo becomes the next mushroom hunter and takes on Bisco's name or something like that to keep going Um, because to cure everybody they need the blood of a mushroom hunter with Bisco gone and Javi also on death's door you don't really have many options to keep this cure going. So it'll be interesting to see where the series goes of, like, is Milo going to be that, like, hey, I'm on my path to become a mushroom hunter so I can heal everybody with the, you know, the rust eater mushroom. And just going from their city to other, like, you know, to other villages to not only heal everybody, but defeat these, like, Six beings, which we saw at the very beginning of the first episode, the giant fucking explosion in like a human form kind of in the middle of the explosion. And they explain that, in which it was like six or seven robot looking things that crash landed, caused the explosions, caused the desolation, brought the rust, and can produce rust naturally. Yeah. So that you get a little bit of backstory on what the explosions were how the rust came to be where it originates it's like cool so milo's gonna continue this adventure on after this season potentially and you know try and defeat these other ones because some of them are operational while others aren't i it's such a good fuck like this show is already thinking so far ahead and i'm thinking so far ahead and i fucking love it i love yeah. this show the, like it not a lot of people are talking about this show but it's so so good it's so special to me go watch other, this fucking show
0: it yeah no it's phenomenal definitely should be on everyone's watch list the, the one last point i want to bring out too is that do you get so in these last few episodes you get a lot more backstory on like certain characters like Kodakawa and a little bit about bisco too um and then obviously yeah like you were saying they're i think they're called the sujin the the robots that that yeah, crash landed that produced the like rush yeah yeah, you learn more about that too. So you kind of learn about the origination of the rust and why the rust is still happening. And, you know, obviously Kodokawa making the artificial rust because the the rust winds weren't as powerful or potent as they were before. Like, really deep, obviously, world building and, and backstory on, on the events that took place. But through nine episodes of this show, you know, the one thing we haven't learned a lot about are the Mushroom Keepers. Like, are they born mushroom keepers? Do they train to become mushroom keepers? Is there a certain like, do they have to like go find a certain mushroom that makes them into a mushroom keeper? Like we know very little about the mushroom keepers themselves. And yet that is like the bottom of the list of, of things that we, that we want to know about this show. Like there's so many different layers to what makes this show incredible that like the last thing you think about is like, what the fuck is a mushroom keeper? You're like, what the fuck is that giant flying worm with fingers and feet on it? Like, what? Why is that city like got floating big ass like blowfish heading towards it? And they like used to be like harpooning them. Like, what? What caused that? Like, these big ass robots making rust. Like, where did those come from? Like, there are so many more interesting elements to the show that you you really get lost in all of it. That un, like learning more about like. The backstory of a mushroom keeper seems almost irrelevant, but it's it's an it's a piece that I'm super excited to get to know more about. Especially knowing now that Bisco, I mean presumably, has to be gone. He melted into fucking lava like Terminator. Give well, him the yeah, thumbs up. he
1: he even told uh, <laughs> uh, Kurokawa, he's like, this is where you're supposed to say, "I'll
0: be back," and like, or yeah. some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like yeah, because Bisco, yeah, Bisco basically tackles him into the lava pit and he's like holding his face down into it and yeah this goes like oh, you got no you don't have anything night like like anything to say? interesting to say like i'll be back or something like that and he actually says i'll be back in english and i was kind of chuckled a little bit but yeah i mean it's it's absolutely astonishing how they've made it through this far into this the this show and week in and week out you're captivated by the world the characters, just the entirety of the story too, and what's taking place. And yet there are so many different questions left to be unanswered that you really don't care about it. They're, they're so inconsequential to what's happening because it's the story itself and the world, everything about it is so engrossing that you're just like, whenever we get to that point, we get to that point. Like I I could care less. This is insanely entertaining.
1: Yes. And we hope that we have been insanely entertaining to you too, or to you not you two, you as well this and week and you
0: two, only you two. we only, only pref- we only just, do this podcast just the for you two too. of you there's,
1: there's uh there's 16 or so of you that listen weekly so just the two <laughs> of you you know who you are yeah. not really yeah, fight amongst
0: yourselves for the two of you
1: there you go um but no thank you guys for in, uh listening getting this far and in, hopefully enjoying this show uh we can't wait to see what happens at the end of the season. So many good shows wrapping up here shortly, and then we will have an explosively huge spring 2022 season. Um, so give us a little, we would appreciate any and all feedback as to what you want to hear us talk about more, what you want to hear us talk about less. If there's any shows that we missed and any show ideas, like, Hey, it would be cool to talk about the shows that you didn't watch or whatnot. Like, We're always open for ideas. We're always having some fun on this show. We're trying different things. Um, So any and all feedback is great. You can give us some feedback uh, by tweeting at us, at Bakako Podcast on Twitter. Um, We have our personal Twitters on there. We have a Discord there. You can come to our Discord and yell at us there and talk to us there. Um, So, yeah. I believe that... um, Last week, I had said that I was going to do a stream to uh, raise money for UNICEF for the war going on right now in Ukraine. I will be on uh, Friday, I want to say at around 7pm CST, to start that stream. I'll be playing Elden Ring from the start. Haven't played a lick of it yet, uh, except, well, no, that's a lie. I played it, started, booted it up, booted up a random-ass character to, like, get... Uh, my settings down so it looked good So everything is good to go I will have a death counter Every death will be a dollar donated um, So we'll have a lot of fun there So come join us Friday night uh, That is going to be Friday Shit I'm terrible with dates is that the 11th Yeah Friday the, yeah, 11th. the 11th Friday the 11th 7pm central um, Until next time We'll see you then thanks everyone Back
0: up